0: Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and today we are talking artificial intelligence, which has been met with a lot of skepticism. But hopefully, after this conversation, you'll be more open to, you know, inviting artificial intelligence into your life and taking full advantage of it because there's so many benefits. When it comes to your wellness journey and even inside of your business. Uh, To lead the conversation today, I have Tina Bonner, award-winning entrepreneur and futurist. She also happens to be my peak performance coach who taught me so much about prioritizing, being productive, and maximizing my mind. So to say I'm excited about having her on the podcast is an understatement. Now, I could say so many more things, but since... Miss Tina is ever evolving, and I don't want to miss anything. I'm going to let
1: her go ahead and give us a little intro. Welcome, Tina. Absolutely. Well, got to kick it back to you, Maria. Thank you so much for having me. You know that I love everything that you do. So when you call, I'm there Uh, and super Mm -hmm. excited to share today. So my name is Tina Bonner, everybody. I am a futurist. I'm an entrepreneur. um, I'm an educator. And really at the core of what I do is I teach people how to make sense and make sense of money around their gifts abilities and talents and so I do that in various ways um, but what I'm most passionate about is truly being able to coach people and so what that looks like is being able to go along someone's journey and help them get to what they know, already know that they can be in their potential but help them unlock that and master it and so that's what I do um, I'm excited to be here today to share all those gems on how I've got there I've been a full-time entrepreneur now for 14 years and so I've got some experience and really being able to build and businesses, but uh, really at the core of it, it's coaching and that that master your potential piece that helps people uh, be the best versions of themselves. And so I'm here, I'm locked in, ready to share in any way possible.
0: Yeah. So let's jump right in. Now, you are one of the few people I know who is fully leveraging the power of AI. Some people are skeptical about the technology and how it can benefit our wellness journey along with other areas of our lives. But we've actually been using AI longer than we know it. Tina, can you give us some examples?
1: Yes. So let me tell you this. I got to go back because some people don't realize we low-key been using AI for a minute. Do you remember back in the day, Maria, the little, uh, it was an artificial pet called Furby. Do you remember that back in the day? Yes, yes. (laughs) That was like 1999, Yeah, you would tell it to sit and like, yeah, you would just give it commands. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is an example early on of artificial intelligence because it would use these patterns and it would recognize, right, because you would train, quote unquote, the pet. And so that was my first introduction at nine years old to artificial intelligence and didn't even know it, right? Um, But fast forward the tape, when I started my digital agency, it just made sense for us to to always figure out and consider ways in which we could leverage. Now I remember back in 2012, uh, at the time I was running a campaign to bring on more clients and there was a chat bot that came out that was super cool called Intercom and Intercom Mm -hmm. was cool because while it wasn't as predictive as as it is now what it was is that it would allow me to have these conversations with my clients when I wasn't even there and so although it was Mm -hmm. learning and I had to teach some of it in terms of and and this may blend a little bit into machine learning but although I had to teach it what it did though was that it was smart enough to kind of recognize some of the things that I would say often right and that way helped me be able to have these conversations more efficiently and faster and so that was back in like 2013 and so I again just the progression of how it's evolved it started out with just having this Furby pet right and Mm -hmm. and excited that that it could quote-unquote learn that I could teach it just like a real pet and fast forward to having an agency it, it began to help me create more clients and Fast forward to now, even in my fitness journey, when we look at it, a big piece of what I love about all artificial intelligence is that it can recognize those patterns. And in my fitness journey, specifically, it's been this ring right here. So this is my aura ring. It creates um, not only just patterns for me, but it gives me a score every day based on my sleep, based on my exercise. And that score is what we call a readiness score. And the readiness Mm. score determines how ready am I to really attack the day. And the reason why, Marie, this is so powerful is because numbers don't lie, right? Wayne said it best men lie, women Mm -hmm. lie, numbers don't lie. Yeah, (laughs) And what the ring does is it gives me insight, right? It gives me insight to see, even though I may feel a little bit groggy this morning, let's see what the number says. And that helps me be able to design my day around how I feel. It even will tell me, Hey, you, you've got a little bit groggy this morning, or maybe not have got enough sleep as possible. Take it a little bit easier on your workout today. Or it may say, Hey, you've got a really good sleep score. Why don't you try pushing the limits today? And so I love, that because it gives me, again, this curated experience um, and insight so that I can be able to show up again um, and either push the limits or pull back based on where I am for the day. What do
0: you say to the skeptics and conspiracy theorists who think AI is out to violate our privacy? And also, what are your thoughts on any potential health risk that wearing a monitoring device like the Aura Ring might present?
1: Yeah. So I mean, great question. One is that anytime you leverage technology um, and it's something that you are concerned about with your health, always consult your doctor, always consult mm-hmm. your holistic practitioner, whoever is is advising you on your health. You know, we're not doctors, but we are here to guide you. So one is that if you have any major health challenges, always connect with your doctor. That's number one. But then mm-hmm. the second thing is that if you find yourself in a place where you you know, have that interest, right, that tinkering curiosity, always like anything else, do it in moderation. So see how you feel, right? If you feel like, hey, you know, I put this on and I'm getting really good insight, but I'm still kind of feeling uncertain. That's, this is honestly Maria, what I tell people all the time is that it takes being able to shift our paradigm if you're feeling this way to really lean in fully because it's just like the internet people, but remember Y2K people thought the internet was gonna blow the whole world up, yeah, right? Like uh-huh. yeah. this is this is another stage, a third evolution. That's where web three comes from, right? We may get into that. This is that third iteration of the internet. And so, yes, it's a bit scary because it's new, it's novel. There's some things that haven't been tested, but we have one or two options, right? We either learn and do the research and design, right, our experience with this technology in a way that makes us feel safe, which is just takes time to test and tinker and get curious, or we sit on the sidelines and wait until it's just mass adoption, right? And, and then at that point, we're kind of forced to move because the reality is, Marie, we're going in this direction. We're going in the direction the same way the internet was, where like by 2020, which is now we're here now, that was the prediction, everybody's going to have a laptop, everybody's going to have a computer. And so Mm -hmm. it's just
0: a matter of time. Another concern is that AI is making us lazy. So how would you say we maintain a good balance between leveraging artificial intelligence, but not at the expense of using that natural, creative energy that comes from our brain?
1: So I have so much to say about that because you know the brain <laughs> is my jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but here's, here's the paradigm shift I want people to make. And I believe it'd be really helpful because it was helpful for my journey is to see it as uh, the word AI, right? It stands for artificial intelligence. I have been challenging the people that I coach and come into contact with to see it as assisted intelligence and to see it as not just, yes, it's artificial in a sense, but if we change that word from artificial to assisted, what we see is that The front runner is not the artificial intelligence, it's always still should be us. And when we see it that way, we take the pressure off of uh, the the AI, right, the artificial piece to be the front runner. And instead, we keep ourselves in the seat as the front runner. And so that way we keep our brain sharp, because just like anything else, if you don't use it, you lose it. And the same thing with our cognitive brain power and our sharpness. And so what's important is that we we put it into this new context, because that can allow us to see, hey, we're here. To be the front runner and not the other way around.
0: Right, because it really sucks being late to the party.
1: Um, So, you know, let's shift to
0: VR because. I see you on social media with your headset exploring the metaverse and even immersive settings where you meditate. So from a wellness perspective, how is the experience different or more enhanced using virtual reality versus real life?
1: This is such a great question, Maria. And and what I want to do first is make the distinction between AR and VR, right? And AI. And so the big thing to understand is that I know this can be complex, right? Especially if people are hearing it for the first time, it's like AR, VR, AI, where does all of it go? And what's important to realize is this is just a bigger ecosystem that's being ushered in with this new wave of the internet, right? So we understand it's complex, but stick with us. And so AI is the artificial intelligence piece, but VR is the actual immersive piece. That's the part where, like you said, Maria, you feel like you're in the environment of what you're doing. And the reason why I believe there's breakthrough that happens when we use virtual reality with well is because it incorporates more of our senses and here's the thing when you have more senses incorporated you pay more attention why because yeah. you're less stimulated in those areas that could distract you right mm-hmm. less stimulated in those areas that can distract you And you know this from our coaching i say it's, it's focus is not about how hard you can concentrate it's about how mm-hmm. hard you can eliminate distractions and yeah. when you have less distractions you're more tapped in so, mm-hmm. the reason why I love VR is because instead of just being able to close our eyes and trying to uh, uh, echo out or, or eliminate like somebody in the kitchen, or if you're at work, a co worker or something, like instead of just trying to eliminate the sound, we're embedded mm-hmm. in the sound, right? Same thing for touch. Sometimes it's challenging if, if our senses are, you know, our hands are free, we can put it on other things. But when your hands have these controllers in them, right, and or they're placed in a certain place where you can feel the haptics of their controller now we also took that distraction away and so we find ourselves by default right the cool thing is that immersed more into our meditation space simply because we've eliminated more distractions and we've enhanced and increased the stimuli and that's why i love meditating in vr because i'm just that much more tapped in so many all-around advantages
0: which really magnifies the importance of Black people jumping in and embracing AI. Now, for someone who is new to AI or wanting to become more knowledgeable about what it offers, what would you say would be some first steps to get started?
1: Okay. Love this question. So three things to start incorporating AI into your life, whether that's for personal business, et cetera, right? One is that you've got to find your tool of choice. And so just like, I love, we talk about social media often, right? Just like social media, there are a plethora of choices. There's YouTube, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, there's Facebook, and not each platform is created equal. The same goes for artificial intelligence. I want to debunk this myth that there's like this one big artificial intelligence thing that everybody's talking about. That's not necessarily how it works. How it works is that artificial intelligence is the technology, but the tool, right, is dependent on the the company that's creating it. So Google Mm -hmm. has their own artificial intelligence tool, right? Uh, We've got OpenAI who has their own intelligence tool, which is Mm ChatGPT. We've Mm -hmm. got Bing, which is the new one that Microsoft just created. So it's important to figure out what your tool of choice is. So my recommendation, right, just starting out, though is Chat ChatGPT. And I know yeah. there's been a lot of craze around that. And I, I wanna mm-hmm. talk about even some practical ways that I love using Chat GPT. And I'll give you some of my secrets in just a second. Okay. But one is start out with the ChatGPT account. And the reason why I point you there is because it's absolutely free. It's absolutely free. I mean, and that's, I think, important for people that are trying to get curious and learn about something that they have that easy adoption. So sign up for an account, right? Number two is really identify what are the big friction points or what are the big challenges right now that you just want to solve? And I'll give you my three ways I love using ChatGPT, right? And you can op- mm-hmm. ask it any question open-ended. Number one is research. And this goes back to that assisted intelligence, Maria, because yeah. assisted intelligence, makes us put the head on to realize this is here to work for us. And so one big way to, I challenge you all to use it is for your research. And this could be anything from you know, what's the best ebook to write? Um, you know, if you're a cook or chef or entrepreneur, what's the best ebook to write, insert your industry um, for topics in 2023? Mm-hmm. And it gets really specific. So maybe that's the research there. I put in a prompt the other day just to kind of check out. I was uh, considering and help planning a friend, their birthday party for a 14-year-old. I said, what's some 14-year-old birthday ideas in Atlanta, right, inside? It comes up with all these ideas example, research, right? Mm -hmm. So it can get personal and it can get business. So that's one big way I like. Um, Another thing I wrote down here um, outside of research is actually uh, coming up with a primer of whatever it is you want to do, right? Create. So let me give you an example. Once you get the research of what you want to do, the next thing is starting. So we know wellness, right? Going Mm -hmm. to the gym. If you can just get there, right? Just get to the gym. The rest is downhill. And sometimes starting is the hardest part. That's whether you're writing a book, creating a course, whether it's, you know, trying to identify what school you want to go to, whatever the case may be. So I challenge you to is to actually use ChatGPT to help you start projects, not just research them. So that could look like, give me an outline of a book that is to help people, you know, overcome their fear of I don't know, insert fear Um, with 10 chapters and include statistics inside of it or include some stories inside of it or include, Mm -hmm. you know, some research around blah, blah, blah. So I just giving you some examples. And what I'll do too, Maria is, is is we can even have something where I can share some of these prompts, but I want you to understand that there's anything that's available. So the second thing is actually use it to start you off, to kickstart you for whatever you're doing. Um, And then finally, the the last piece I love with artificial intelligence for those people um, who are looking to grow is to help it to refine, right? Refine what it is that you've already got. So you can put something in. Maybe you've already started writing an article or you already started writing your book or maybe you've started an Instagram post and you kind of want to refine it. You could say, put it in there and say, hey, can you edit this for grammar?
0: whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Right. Or can you right. even um, help me design this with some other variations for this particular target market? So I know that was a mouthful, but just in, in, in summary research, getting you started to actually write and then refining what you already have.
0: From what I've been reading, AI presents a lot of opportunity in the wellness space, especially when I think about elderly people, folks with health conditions, because there's these apps that can monitor your vitals you know you can really be tapping into what's going on inside of your body but again there's a lot of skepticism um how can we change the stigma about ai in the black community because you know a lot of us still feel like it's a spooky concept
1: Listen, I will tell you this: Black people are gonna be Black people, whether young, old, you know, middle-aged, whatever. Black people are gonna be Black people. So there's always some hesitance somewhere in the culture, right? But uh, what I what I what I think is really interesting is finding those people who are open-minded and who want to learn and willing to learn. And so yes, absolutely, there's the hesitance there. There's that oh no, that's that spooky stuff. That's the devil, right? The devil working mm-hmm. through the computer. <laughs> but but then there's also super open-minded people. Like my mother is extremely open-minded with technology she loves it right and she's a baby boomer and so I love that and there's many like her I think the key though is being able to have that representation which is if you listen to something like this and you hear it like get curious get tinkering because that's the biggest thing and I want to go back to what you said earlier in terms of black people being on the end tail of something is because often we sit on the sidelines even when we're inspired by something we sit on the sidelines and we say well let me just wait instead of getting our hands dirty and getting our feet wet and saying, it doesn't matter if I, I fail, or it doesn't matter if I, I don't get it exactly how I want to. This is something I'm interested in. I'm going to push the limits. And what we find on the other side is representation. There's more of us doing it, which create more of us doing it. And so that's, that's what I believe is really important across age groups is that
0: uh, we get in. And there's so much data that AI can give us that we might not notice on a daily basis, right?
1: Really, what we see is patterns. And humans, like with our regular mind, we're so distracted by everything else. Sometimes we miss the opportunity, and most times, rather, we miss the opportunity to see and identify patterns. And this is where technology comes into play. And so, when we see patterns, what we can do is we can begin to predict, right? We can begin to also go back and look at what other things happen. So, I'm excited to see how patterns are, are being used in more, I would say, accessible ways. Because right now, now it's really more for those people who are um, you know in the healthcare spaces and have bigger healthcare companies but what I'm excited for is when we can be able to put in you know mom dad grandma etc and who they are what kind of things they've been through maybe some challenges and we can get a predictive analysis on some of the things that we may need to watch out for whether it's our blood type and some of the ways in which we should work out the ways in which we should eat and that becomes this comprehensive collective uh, almost like tool and plan for our wellness simply because we were able to leverage technology to not just go back and look at the pattern but identify some of the pieces that connect together through both sides of our family and so this is the type of things that that we leverage technology for because, again, assisted, right? Think about how long it would take for someone, a person, a human without technology to go back through both sides of your family and identify the health patterns, mm. right? Or go back through both sides of your family and identify, based on everybody's blood type, what's the best way for you to work out? Is it hit? Is it this? Is it that, right? Something could yeah. be so small, but have such an impact, right, on our lives. That's what I believe the power of technology and the important that we, people like you and I, and people that are listening to this, get in and do the thing and get inspired because that's how we're going to make sure that this technology is used for good in ways like that. You know,
0: Tina, I've always admired you. I see myself as like a big sister, young auntie, and you are such a brilliant woman. And I know that has so much to do with your upbringing. You've spoken to me about your parents and your different childhood experiences and how they shaped you into the woman that you are today. But um, you are just so impressive and such a great example and a role model. Tell me about your upbringing and some of those key experiences that made you who you are today.
1: Ah, uh, where to start? So one is, thank you so much for your kind words. It, it means so much. Sometimes I get so wrapped into being behind the computer and behind the camera doing the thing that uh, I don't always get to hear that. I only get to see the likes or the shares. So I appreciate that so much, Maria. Yeah, um, it keeps me going. It keeps me going. So my upbringing, uh, I, I will be honest that the, the ability to speak was not necessarily my choice. That was something that I was thrown into. So my parents are pastors. They started a church the year that I was born. And my dad mm. would do this thing every Sunday, every Sunday, where he would think it was so interesting to be able to pull me into his sermon. And what that would look like is he would take some piece of the puzzle or some piece of our experiences that we went through um, the previous week up until Sunday and find a way to help, or should I say, encourage the people, and inspire the people through an experience that him and I had together together. And that looked like him calling me up in front of service and having to explain whatever the case may be. And he would make a sermon out of it. So every Sunday I was up in front of the stage, up in front of the stage, up in front of the stage, and it built this charisma. Um, But more importantly, it it just built that desire to say, okay, I understand the power of being able to share your story. i understand the power of shared knowledge. And my dad instilled that into me very early, my dad and my mom. And so- very non-traditional pastors, but they would they would find a way to leverage story in real life, and so that that birthed honestly my passion for being able to teach and share. It's not because I wanted to get on stage; it's just that every Sunday I would watch people be transformed and inspired by our story, the things that were happening at home, um, and so that's where it began. And even as it relates to um, shaping me, that was one side was being able to have the confidence to speak and share, but the other side is my parents were very, very intentional with with putting me in things to not just instill confidence, but character, Mm -hmm. uh, but and also instill me in ways that will push me. And so very early on, I was in two things that were life-changing for me, three, actually, this is all under the age of 15, which makes sense by the time I got to 17 and 18, I was ready to rock and roll. The three things that were life-changing for me as a teenager um, and a young child, number one is they put me in Taekwondo. And mm. I did not like Taekwondo. Listen, I was not trying to do that. I wanted to do soccer and basketball, all the other things my, my friends were doing, but my mom and dad understood that it's the discipline that I'm gonna get from this at an early age that's gonna build my character. And so I stuck with it and by the age of 12, uh, I got my black belt with honors. And oh, so oh my gosh, that's that so was, impressive one of the very first things thank you one of the very first things that created character in me and it was challenging there was many times where I got my belt taken because I had maybe done something out of line and so it showed me the power of, of the integrity and character the second thing was odyssey of the mind and man it's so powerful to be able to take the limits off of your mind because as adults you know how it is we get fearful and we get like yeah. scared about stuff and we we assume and we we have this trauma that keeps us from doing the things that we want to be bold in but odyssey of the mind is an incredible organization that allows young kids and young students and middle school to be able to uh, expand their mind it's a competition base and they give you an idea and within a couple of minutes you have to take whatever they give you and turn it into something else so they would say here's a, a notebook right or a cardboard box you have two minutes to tell a story and create something that's not the box. And it just took my mind in ways that really early I began to understand the art of creativity. And so that mm. was the second thing that I did. And, and my team actually went on to win nationals for the state of Virginia, which is, again, just all of these things. Uh, I was of doing. course,
0: your team did. I wouldn't expect <laughs> anything less. You know, it, it's, it's so it's like you do all this dope thing. And then the big prize is like the sidebar. Yeah, you know, I went and got the <laughs> Grammy. But anyway, it's
1: next. Look, uh, tell me the third thing. <laughs> I got to put it in there, right? Because we did. We did. was a, a big, accomplishment um, and then the last thing which was so unexpected is that my mom um, took me to uh, this uh, we saw an audition on the radio I heard an audition on the radio my mom was like you know hey there's this audition that's going on and at the time I was still young I was maybe like 15 and I was interested in a bunch of things and she was like there's an audition going on because I had mentioned acting that you know for Disney Channel and at the time it was like all of these radio things were happening about put your child on Disney Channel and my mom <laughs> yep. was like do you want to go and I was like Sure, let's go. So we get there, and it turns out that it's not just that. Um, next door is a modeling school, a modeling school, and um, I go in, and it and it's called John Casablanca, and Babazan and all that other stuff was coming out during the time. Um, but I got the opportunity during that same time, and someone invited me to be a part of the pageant, a pageant. And I've never done pageantry; I was never interested in that. I was like a tomboy, but my mom was like, "I think this would be something good for you to not only just build." Your your, your character, but also to expose you to other things to diversify you because right now all you' doing is sports. I'm a black belt like I'm trying to chop everything up, right? I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, super super edgy. And so she understood the power of balance. Um, And again, I have to give credit to my parents for this. And so she said, I I was like, I don't want to do it. She said, you're going to do it. I said, okay. So I did it. Um, And so um, I went through six months of preparing for this pageant, learning how to raise money, learning how to to be able to to present myself in these ways that are poised and take my time when I speak. And it just so happens that at the end, of course, here's the big bang, right? But Uh at the end of the day, my first time ever doing a pageant and just believing because that self-belief was instilled in me through all of these other things. I, I stood up there for the first time I did my thing and I won Miss junior Virginia at 2015. Mm. So excuse me, 2005 at 15 years old. And so Again, all of these things, you know, I don't didn't plan to win any of this stuff, but I believe it's the testament of the power of what happens when you have belief, because in each of these things, this is the this is the lesson in all of these things. It wasn't because I was like super great and my parents were awesome in every single aspect. I believed I was the best. And my my parents always told me you can do any and everything you want to do. So the reason why I graduated with Black Belt with honors, because I believed I was the best fighter there standing four foot six tall like that's just what I believe the reason why I won Miss Junior Virginia I believe that I was the best I believe that I deserved to win and I gave it all that I had and same thing for Odyssey of the Mind I believed my ideas were really good and it exuded through our team and so the the core there was just the belief and then the the other things character integrity confidence that just came as a byproduct of of the belief so that's the long version have to give a thousand percent credit to my parents though they did an incredible job shaping me um and putting me in things that would help me cultivate that character so
0: that's just beautiful i can't think of a better way to put a bow on this conversation. Thank you so much for sharing that. Award-winning entrepreneur and futurist, Ms. Tina Bonner. Now, how can folks stay in contact with you and please share any additional AI resources you think would be helpful to our listeners?
1: Absolutely. So uh, again, thank you so much for having me, Maria. This has been super fun and hopefully it's been insightful for you all. You can reach me on all social media platforms at Tina Bonner Live, T-I-N-A-B-O-N-N-E-R-L-I-V-E. And as far as the things that I'm doing and some of the things that I'm excited about and tinkering with, uh, the first brand that right now I'm growing is called Black and Meta. And it's just like it sounds, Black and Meta. And really what we do is is we're a nonprofit organization that seeks to be able to close that digital divide as it relates to these emerging technologies so if any of this is interesting to you and say look i love this tech i love the idea to be able to leverage technology to grow my fit my business to be more fast to be efficient right to be more effective and impactful you can follow that brand um, and we'd be happy to share more of our education services with you and then if you say hey listen i love the energy of what you bring to the table tina i absolutely want to keep learning and understand more about neuroscience and how to leverage my body and more about how to to be focused and more disciplined and, and how to leverage right technology yes but also to my human technology which is myself yeah. my belief my 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 mindset uh, help me with that then you can follow masteryourpotential.co or go to the website masteryourpotential.co which is the amazing of course training that that Maria went through and really it's yeah. meant to be able to help you cultivate the best version of yourself you're already great we just got to chisel some of those other pieces away and that's what we help you do so um, I just have enjoyed again being here. Maria, I'm gonna give you all just as a bonus. I, I love giving people action steps. Oh, okay yay, we you, love bonuses. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to give you a bonus and, and say, okay, chat is great, but since this is a conversation about AI and how to leverage technology, I put together a few of my favorite ones as well, too, that mm-hmm. I want to give you all with and leave you with. So I want you to check out yes, chat number one, but two, okay. check out at Murph AI, M U R F AI. For okay. those who are content creators creators, that is an incredible tool to help you be able to scale your content. So check out Murph AI. Another one is Predis, P-E-R-D-I-S dot AI. Mm -hmm. When you talk about creating social media content at scale, that is your friend. So to be Mm -hmm. able to put in the colors of your website or your brand, a topic, and then have the AI tool create and spit you out various pieces of content that are postable and actually look beautiful, check out Predis. That AI. Um, and then another thing that I want you to also look into is Zapier AI. So, Zapier, we all know about Zapier. And if you don't check it out, it's a tool that allows you to connect various tools together. But recently, they just created an integration with ChatGPT. So, you can connect not just artificial intelligence, but so many different tools to help automate. That's that keyword, y'all, because y'all, yeah. you got a lot of stuff to do. But if you can look at that, just Google Zapier AI um, and then chat GPT and then you'll see ways to be able to automate and streamline your business better. Because my, go- mm-hmm. my job here is to make your life easier so that mm-hmm. you can be able to keep doing what you're called to do and not get stuck doing all that other stuff. And so yeah. hopefully that's helpful. Um, if you're interested and you want the list, I have a full list I created for today. Um, You can have people just DM me, Marie, just DM me AI. You say, go to my Instagram, say AI, and I'll send you uh, the list of everything I have for today. So um, yeah, I'm just excited to help y'all win. Definitely getting closer to it. Thanks to you. Appreciate you again, Tina. Thank you for having me, y'all. Look, the best is just ahead. Go out and get it. Keep going
0: and lean in for sure. With that said, that is a wrap for this episode of Mind, Body, and Business. Be sure to follow and share with your friends and fam. I would also greatly appreciate a rating or review an Apple podcast. Remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. Plus, you can stay connected with the Mind, Body, and Business podcast at Pod on Instagram and Facebook. As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care.